everybody. Welcome back to It's the Little Things podcast. I am super excited today to be with Mackenzie Wallace. And this is super funny because the way we met was actually two episodes ago. I actually talked about Mackenzie and she is who I met in the brew, the coffee shop the other day um, when she came up to me and said, the Lord told me that I needed to tell you this. And so it was super crazy. So like, I was like, oh my gosh, well, I'd love to have you on the podcast. So we got in touch and then I was horrible about getting back to her, but now she's here. <laughs> so so Mackenzie, tell us about yourself and like your testimony and like about you, girl. Yeah. Uh, my name is Mackenzie, which is super fun. I am a sophomore at Texas A&M University, a marketing major, and um, simply just like a follower of Jesus, like, a, you know, just disciple of Jesus. And uh, when praying about, okay, Lord, like, what would you have me like share particularly like in this these few minutes. Um, he highlighted a couple things because I think our stories have so many pieces just to them in our journey with Jesus. Like uh, there's just so many aspects of getting to see more about God's character um, and just throughout our lives. And a couple of the things that one of the things that I wanted to share about, like just the um, how the Lord draws near the brokenhearted was particularly with my dad uh, walking through le- or leukemia. And chemotherapy and uh, really getting to witness um, Psalm 34, 18, like the Lord draws near the brokenhearted and like saves the crushed in spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because today, eight years ago, like when recording this, um, my dad was like, went to the hospital for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so I really felt like, Lord, like I just, whoever's listening, just like who is potentially walking through like a season of like hardship or just like suffering or uncertainty and the unexpected um that in that season I really got to witness how God's word was alive and active and that's really when Jesus like became real to me mm-hmm. uh, my parents were believers but getting to experience God's word literally like relate to me of like oh wow like you're actually speaking to me and like you draw near to me mm-hmm. um and that you care like what I'm walking through and that you don't leave me you know whenever I am walking through something hard that you are consistent and steadfast and so that's part of my story and um my dad is now like been out of remission for seven years yeah, praise so the lord yeah. yeah um but knowing that like I can relate to people like on that level of you know when my mom was in the hospital with my dad or Thanksgiving in the hospital, but like the Lord really being so near um, and getting to experience the nearness of God just um, in suffering. Um, But also like a part of my story is um, really getting to see how just the freedom that Christ um, allows for his like sons and daughters like to walk into Mm -hmm. um, and particularly with like sexual sin and getting to really see the power of confession and vulnerability. um, And when um, just the power of confession that we can walk into freedom, like praise be to God because of like, you know, the the cross and the blood of Jesus um, that like we're able to um, live in freedom. Um, And that's also part of my part of my story of just um, the kindness of God um, that we don't no longer, you know, um, we're no longer chained up, you know, we can literally walk into freedom today. So that's kind of just a little parts of my story. Yeah. Uh, God's done. Yeah, for sure. So that's something that I saw like a lot. Um, I don't know if you went to a passion conference, yes. but when yes. Jenny Allen talked, it was like life changing. And to me, like growing up in the church, I was never like, that is the first time I've ever heard that confession is like so important. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
And it like really has been life changing for me personally, because there are a lot of sins that like we are not called to just carry everything ourselves. And the power of confession is like not only just speaking out aloud, but saying like the devil has no power over me. And, um, and like these sins don't have any power over me. And it's like so huge to actually sit and talk with somebody about something that has been weighing on your heart because it makes it a reality. And it also makes it more about than just you. Like it is the kingdoms coming together and saying, Hey, we are conquering this sin. And so that was something big from when I listened to Jenny Allen's message at passion (laughs) i tell everybody about it because i'm like me and all my friends were sitting there just like crying and we're like oh my gosh and like none of us had ever we've been friends for years and like none of us had ever said any of that to each other so it was like crazy to me no that's so cool you say that because that was actually the thing that catapulted was jenny allen's like message was the thing that catapulted just or just like these these girls just like walking into freedom and i remember like at passion in the following weeks just getting to talk with other girls and us being like stunned like oh wow you struggle with this too or like oh wow just the relatability of um things that had been in the dark that like you know, we sometimes just like don't share, not like, you know, publicly, um, but um, getting to really see, um, yeah, like James, I think of James 5, 16, like it says, therefore go confess your sins. Like mm-hmm. it actually like God commands us to like yeah. with our sisters in Christ. Um, and man, that time of passion was just incredible getting to see like all of these people um, like us, honestly, like taking a, like a baton of faith of like, you know, there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And I also remember the following couple of weeks later, I was sitting at POV and these random girls were like talking about Jenny Allen's message. And I got to join in their conversation yeah. and it was just cool um, how the Lord really does um really want us to walk in freedom and like really has used that for so many people um to yeah further walk in freedom yeah yeah the the one of the craziest things to think about like is like you said like when you talk to somebody they're like oh my goodness you go through that too and something that I've realized a lot is when we keep these things to ourselves. that of course is the enemy tying us down saying like oh you're the only person that struggles with this like don't tell anybody you should be embarrassed of this but it like you said we are all going through things and like we're all struggling with things and when we keep those from you know other people we're keeping them from god because are we actually laying them down at his feet if we're just saying like hey God, like I struggle with this, but don't let anybody know. Like, I don't want anybody to know. So like, just keep it between you and me. And, and that's not what we're called to do. Like you said, like we're called to confess our sins to our brothers and sisters. And that's something I've struggled with. Cause it's like, well, I don't want to tell them that like, that's super embarrassing. And that's something that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a side of you that, you know, I can cry in front of you. I can do all that, but I'm not going to tell you what I sin about. You know, so it's like, it, it's this just feeling of embarrassment and shame and guilt, but shame does not come from Jesus. Um, you know, conviction of course comes, but like, and that conviction is good. Um, but shame comes from the enemy. And, you know, when you feel that shame, you're like, okay, I need to get this off my chest because shame is not good. We don't want to feel shame. (laughs) 
and I even feel like I've might notice friendships go so much deeper, like when we do go there, you know, yeah. like, and I've even like had just since then, um, just like these, like so much like deeper in friendships of like, we'll like message each other and be like, Hey, by the way, like I was, you know, tempted or I am being tempted. Would you like, just like the way in escape. And mm-hmm. so I feel like godly community is just so pivotal. Um, and that's why like we were designed for community. Like God designed us to be with people and that's the beautiful thing of the church and being brothers and sisters of Christ is um, being like, hey, like this is a thing in my life that I just want to repent of. I need to confess and repent of because I want to turn away. Would you keep me accountable? Like I think mm-hmm. accountability has been like pivotal for me, mm-hmm. um, but also just like confession with friends of just like these messages of like, hey, by the way, like I just, you know, I felt tempted or would, you know, will you pray for me in this or like, uh, and not necessarily just with, you know, sexual sin, but just in all aspects of our lives, whether it be jealousy or comparison, I think it's so important um, to really like, per, you know, look at our heart and really like, okay, Lord, like or what are areas of my heart um, that are instead like drawing me away from the intimacy of the father um, because I think it's important for us to constantly um, realize, you know, things that the enemy may try to bring in and tempt us with, draw us away from God. I mean, that's what he did, you know, back in Eden uh, with Adam and Eve. Um, Did God really say, you know, that, you know, you can't eat from the, you know, the garden or you can't eat from the knowledge of the tree um, of good and evil? Um, and he's done that since then. And so I think community is so important um, because I think sometimes we do have blinders on, you know, of like, um, I think of like a horse and like their blinders. Um, mm-hmm. But community is so helpful of like, hey, I see, you know, potentially like a thorn in this in you. Or I see, um, let's like, root, let's outroot this together. Yeah. Um, because that's also, I've just seen just the, the power of that um, and the further freedom that can come. Yeah. From community. Yeah. No, that, that's like, that's so great because I mean, that's something that I struggle with. And especially when you're going into a new area where you don't know anybody, like when you first go into college and you're like, oh my goodness, what do I do? But the craziest thing to me is like finding that community. Everybody's looking for community. So like, if you feel like you're not, you can't find anybody, you're probably not looking in the right places because like I know for church for for sure at church they are wanting people to join life groups so much they're like join like we have so many and so there's always an opportunity to have that community and I think that was something that kind of is another like you're you're like well if I don't find community I don't have to confess anything but it's like you know you want like you said it builds those deeper friendships and I know for sure after passion me and all my friends were just at this level of friendship that we you know didn't have before and now we're there and we understand like we we see each other go through the things that things that you know are superficial like you know you have a bad day but then you not that that's super anyways but yeah but then you see these deeper feelings and this deeper hurt deeper deep wow (laughs) this hurt that goes way deeper than just having a bad day and when you see that you're able to say oh my goodness like I didn't even realize you were going through all of that. And it's kind of partially just like, you know, paying attention and things, but yeah, no, that that's so huge. And that's so awesome that like we went to this. I, I, it's so funny finding people that go, went to passion. I was like, did you hear Jenny Allen's message? Because that life changing. <laughs> so tell us more about what you got written down. Yeah. Um, I think too, I, I think I also want to be practical too. Cause I, I don't know, like 
exactly if you've covered this at all, just with sexual sin, just like on your podcast at all. But just I, um, I think sometimes it's not always addressed in the church mm-hmm. and want to be like super practical of like ways as believers. I think one is community, like we totally talked about and like mm-hmm. confession. Um, but I think it's also just like important, um, a book that I would recommend just for anyone that maybe this be relating to um, is Kiss the Girls and Made Them Cry by Lisa Bevere. Um, It's Mm. beautiful. And it really walks us through just like going back to the garden and how, you know, God gave us desires. Mm. Um, But it's the devil that really, you know, distorts, um, you know, the view of this. I even think um, one of the beautiful things that I, I think we should always be drawn back to is how God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day. And so I think the important question um, that like, I like always like want to ask is like, is this drawing me like away from the Lord or closer to him? Is this like creating a greater intimacy with Jesus or not? Because like Jesus has like, or Satan has perverted the pure and perfect truth by questioning God's goodness and wisdom and um just constantly trying to lure us like away from god and i've even had like moments of like if if it's like being tempted of like oh i'm being tempted i've actually got up and i like it was like i went for a run you know just like Mm -hmm. practical ways of like fleeing whether it be lust or whatever that may be but like fleeing and like actually fleeing said i actually like (laughs) couldn't find two of the same shoes so i like put on two different tennis shoes and i ran like it just like i want to flee from anything that's not of god Mm -hmm. um because like i want to be so close to him and like just i i want to i want to be a whole i want to be holy because he's holy and Mm -hmm. i want to pursue things of him i want to be pleasing to him and whatever it may be you know like with my thoughts my actions, my words, you know, how I treat people and whatever it may be, not just related to sexual sin, but like whatever it may be. Um, like I want to pursue holiness. Um, but yeah, I think too, also, uh, just like for those, I just like really felt too, like for those who are just going back to my dad, um, just like, um, going back to that season of just like suffering, um, or just like really hardship, I was reminded of the song "Tis So Sweet." I don't. It's like an old hymn, um, but just like in everything, like how, like "Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus," and like for those who are like just walking through the unexpected, you know, mm-hmm. the unexpected. Like I wasn't expecting to go through this, or yeah. like I, because that's you know whatever our story is, whether it is like cancer or whether it's something else like whether it be divorce or whether whatever it may be loss I mean um that truly like tis so sweet to trust in Jesus and I love the lyrics like I wrote it down just like 30 minutes before this just because like it's so good I mean it says like tis so sweet like to trust in Jesus and this is like in every aspect of our lives like whether you know whatever it may be tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise um, just to know, thus saith the Lord, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er, Jesus, Jesus, precious, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. I'm so glad I learned to trust him, precious Jesus, Savior, friend, and I know that he is with me and he will be, be with me till the end. Um, And like, 
although there may not be, there may be even aspects of my life now that, you know, it may be hard to trust Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus, like I mean, even if it's finding community, maybe it is finding community for people like Jesus. Like, I don't know where my community is, but like really trusting Jesus that he will provide in that. Um, But also if it is just like a season of just like the unexpected, the story, I also felt that the story behind his suite is beautiful. Um, it's about this woman and her husband and her daughter were going on this picnic and her husband unexpectedly drowns like while they're on this picnic. And later on, they she like has no job, obviously, because her husband was providing and she ends up, I mean, just like meal and just not showing when the next meal is going to come. Mm-hmm. And years later, this is like 50 years later, she's looking back on her life and writes this song of like how she's like learned to trust like in Jesus, Mm -hmm. just through all the unexpected and whatever it may bring. Um, And really like, I think that was just like my prayer, just like for people to like, know, like it is so sweet to trust in Jesus, like whatever it may be, like he is worth it. Like he's worth trusting. Um, And even though like, like in the season with my dad having like cancer, like I didn't know what what the end would look like. You know, I didn't know what, and for some people, like it is, you know, potentially loss or like, you know, the grieving of like an actual physical person. Um, but um, like in the season, it's like, okay, like I, even though I may be walking through this, like I tis so sweet to trust in Jesus because he's my savior and he's my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also just like the friendship of Jesus is beautiful and whatever mm-hmm. it may, maybe it is like, you know, I can even see like the friend of Jesus when it comes to sexual sin. Like he is my, you know, I like tell him everything. Like I'm like, I, you know, there's also an aspect of like repentance. Like I'm tying in the two, but just like an aspect of repentance of like Jesus, like you're my friend and you still need to pursue me, even though like I don't always pursue you. Like you're still my friend. You're like a hundred percent always in, even though like I am, um, I sometimes fall astray. I love also that song, Bind My Wandering Heart to Thee. Like, Lord, would you consistently, like, we are so prone to wander. Like, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. But, like, binding our wandering heart to thee in whatever season um, that may look like. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was so good. All of it. Everything you said. But I I totally agree. I think one thing I always think about is – and I don't know exactly what verse this is, but how we do have truly have a peace that makes no sense because, because we can trust in Jesus because we know it's like a sure thing every time. And that's something other people do not have. And we are so like blessed to have something like that. And I, there's been so many instances in my life in just the past year, year and a half where genuinely looking back, I'm like, if this would have happened four years ago, I would have been distraught. Like I would have not known what to do. And like at this point I have a piece that makes no sense and it's because I'm able to trust Jesus. Um, And so I think that's amazing. Like with a story like that, that's crazy. And that she's able to look back and, you know, that's, yeah, that's so, it's so good. And, um, but yeah, no, that's so true. And I think, like you said, uh, a lot of times I think people tend to see like the gospel and everything and the rules that we're supposed to follow as, as rules. But I've told people over and over it, like what the Lord tells us to do and tells us not to do is to protect our heart. And that's another way we can trust Jesus. And when you really set your eyes on Jesus and you stop doing the things that are of this world and you start realizing, oh my goodness, like it is hard. The, the temptation is so hard. But when you fight those temptations off, 
with, of course, like God help gives us the power to do those things. But when you fight those things off and you look back, you're like, I'm so glad I never did that. Like, I'm so glad I stopped doing that. I feel so much better. My mind is way more pure and it's focused on what's important. And that's what I've learned a lot. Like, um, you know, for a while I was just in a completely different place in a completely different mindset. And I thought like, that's what life was about. And then you turn your eyes and you actually work and you're working towards it. Cause you're like, you know, it's sweeter on that. Like, you know, it's sweeter with Jesus. And when you get there and you you know, of course it's a constant battle, but looking back, I'm like, I am not even remotely the same person I was before Jesus. And it is like so sweet to trust in him because there are, there's just so many better things like on the other side of all of the, the worldly desires and all of that. I mean, like, even just the idea that, like, Jesus is so worth it. And every time, like, even, like, the the discipline of reading your Bible in those seasons can even feel really hard. I mean, just, like, in those seasons of maybe it is temptation or maybe it is, like, you're walking, you know, in a valley or whatever that look like. Um, but I have never once, even though we've, we will walk through probably dry, we will walk through dry seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never once like regretted, you know, like yeah. being with Jesus and following Jesus and choosing Jesus. Mm-hmm. I've only regretted not choosing Jesus, yeah. you know, and yeah. just like, even just the encouragement of like, Jesus, like choosing Jesus is worth it. Like in, in all aspects of my life, like I will just say like, Jesus is worth it and whatever that may look like. And, um, and even too, like when talking about this, like I always just like want to land on like the grace of God, mm-hmm. um, just because I like think even though like, cause we are prone to wander, mm-hmm. you know, or even just like, um, in our spiritual disciplines, like we're prone to wander or whether it may be, you know, um, temptation or whatever that may be. But I was even just like thinking about like, um, as the friend of Jesus, um, how I'm going to read Philippians two real quick. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it says, um, this is like Christ's humility. And it says, um, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted himself and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. So even like choosing, okay, Jesus, you're worth it today. But like one day, like we will all like be, um, proclaiming his name forever because like he was worth it and it is worth it and will continue to be worth Mm -hmm. like pursuing. I mean, even how just talking about, you know, all the things, whether it be sexual sin is part of the thing we've talked about of like, just like he paid for it on the cross. And I always wanted to land back to the grace of God, even though like, yes, we want to repent and we want to turn away because we love Jesus. Um, but we can always land on the grace of God um, in whatever aspect that may be. Like if we have wandered, because we are prone to wander, like that we can always land on the grace of God, which is just beautiful in our friendship with Jesus. Um, yeah. 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 That's so good. I, yeah, that's so good. I think it's so important sometimes because I think we are told not to think too much about tomorrow but like I think there's a healthy amount of thinking of the future because in my darkest times like you know a year ago when I was going through all my stuff and like 
even in the darkest times, I knew that there was that light at the tunnel. I was like, this is all going to be worth it. And I tell people this all the time when I tell them, I'm like, okay, yeah, I went through a lot. I can't play softball anymore. Like all this stuff happened and not one second do I regret like any of that stuff. Like I would not change a single thing because I'm here where I'm at. And even in the, in the moment, I was like, this is all going to be worth it. And I think, of course, that was like drilled into my head growing up was like, you know, it, everything happens for a reason. But when you're really going through something, clinging on to like there, it, it's going to be revealed. Like a, I'm going to see good come out of this and flowers are going to bloom from this grave. And so like, I genuinely just think, like you said, like trusting in Jesus and knowing that there is a, like, there is something coming out of this because he uses everybody's story and everybody's testimony to reveal his goodness and to glorify him. And it's just so interesting to like see that and look back on the past and see how far you've come and how all the pushing through of everything meant something like it, it mattered. And I just, I think about that a lot because I think that's just crazy to think about. And I see personal growth and I know others around me can see like growth on the outside. And I think of course, that personal growth that you can see, you're like, wow, like I don't struggle with this anymore. You know, I am convicted of this that I was for sure not convicted about before. And so like, that's a huge one for me is like convictions that I have never had before. And I'm like, wow, like I didn't even know that that was a, that was a thing. And now I'm, now I'm like struggling with that. And, but that's like good. I'm like, wow, I'm getting closer. Yes, I know. And so like, it's, it's hard, but it's so worth it. And when you think about it, like, we talk about the red zone a lot in uh, church about all these places that are unreached and like thinking about how we have that blessing and we have that trust in Jesus that other people don't have. And that is just like, that should make your heart yearn to like go to nations and like tell people like there is so much love and so much trust and so much good in, in like knowing the gospel and knowing all the things, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's- yeah, um, I even too like when you were talking to just like about like when you went through like a really hard season. I always like love Psalm twenty three, mm-hmm. um, and like I'll just read it real quick. Yeah. Um, just the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, like I will fear no evil, for You are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. Prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And even too, like how like the Lord as our shepherd, like guides us like Mm -hmm. through those seasons of, you know, like with your softball journey, um, like that he was guiding you like through all of that. And like, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Like you're rotting yourself. They comfort me. Like there is something too about just like um, the sovereignty of God that comforts us. That comes with his, with his staff. I mean, he's like just our leader. And he's a like he's a perfect provider and just like a perfect leader. Um, like there's not a better leader than him. And so I think too, like trusting God and all of that. Um, and like to, to trust in Jesus, just like that, because he is like the good shepherd to guide us. Like, even though like we will walk through the valley, like we will of the shadow, like valley of the shadow of death. But like, I have the good shepherd as my leader. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like also my friend too. Um, so I was thinking about that too. That's so funny that you say that because, um, 
that is a verse that my parents used to tell us all the time growing up. So it was like, I know it like the back of my head, but it means so uh, the back of my hand. I said the back of my head, but I'm like, it's so funny to hear that now. And you just, when you actually think of the words instead of just memorizing it, it's like really hits different. But yeah, this, we did baptisms in church today. And this little girl, that was the, that was what she picked it up. Oh, it was just this sweet. No, I literally cried. And I was like, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I need to break it together. But, um, but yeah, no, it's so, it's so funny that you hear these things when you're younger and like, until you're in a moment of time where you like really need it, you're like, wow, I'm really glad I knew that verse. Um, but I guess we have to start wrapping it up. This was so good. And I wanted to keep talking, but no, this was amazing. Um, any last things you'd like to tell the people listening today? Last things. Um, I don't know. I just like, I really feel like to just the, that Jesus is worth it. Like following him is worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that like trusting him will forever be worth it. And like that he is our savior and our friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like whatever we're walking through. Um, also like the importance of community. Like I think yeah. we talked about that too. Just the importance of community and the freedom that can come from following Jesus. Um, and also like he does draw near. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a distant God, um, but that he really draws near to his kids. Um yeah, he's the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on here. And this is kind of like I wanted to start a new segment where I talk to random people in coffee shops. And now here we are. And so I'm like, this is kind of like part of that little segment. Um, but this was so fun. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you, everybody, for listening or watching whatever you decide to do today. And um, be a light for the Lord in everything you do. And be the reason someone smiles today. Bye. Bye.